Hello, welcome to the pilot episode of the Gentle Project. This is Lou in Boston. How are you today? As a gentle stutter, a little bit something about myself. I have been living in Boston since 2012. After completing my graduate study at Boston University in international relations and international communication, I started working in the industry of international education. During that time, I got to interact with a lot of international students who came to the United States for high schools. This experience offers me a great opportunity to learn more about overseas study at an early age. Originally, I am from China, and if you ever heard about terracotta warriors and horses, they are from a very old city named Xi'an, where I was born, and they were also related to China's first Asian emperor. I guess this also explains why I'm so fascinated about cross-cultural communications. Lots of things happened in 2020. When we look back, this pandemic has cleansed lives and changed our daily existence in the past few months. But it has also showed us how strong and creative we can be, even in isolation. Therefore, as co-producers of the Gentle Project, Lila and I both think the best way to memorize this dramatic year is through each and every story that touches and empowers the gentle place in our hearts with love and positivity. We want to use these stories here to connect with you and to explore the new possible together. The pilot episode today is a special edition because I will make Lila our first guest. By sharing her story, we will discover that when everything we already planned suddenly become impossible, how we could develop the new possible through a creative mind. I've been knowing Lila for over a decade, both from a professional and personal side. She's a person full of energy, creative ideas, and resilience. When you got stuck in the middle of something, she could always find her way to get you through. This is her power. I know in the past few months of 2020, she's been through a very interesting exploration on the other side of the world. Now she's back to Shanghai, paving out a totally different life path compared to what she did before. What is she doing now, and how she ended up doing what she's doing? I can't wait to let her share her story with us on this new journey with the Gentle Project. Okay, Lana, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> are you ready to bring us back to January 2020? Tell us about it and a bit more about yourself. Sure. Thank you for the intro. That's very sweet. Hello, everyone. It's Lila speaking from Shanghai. I'm a content curator and currently also taking a master program on the side at RMIT School of Design. Oh, that sounds new. Tell us more about your background, Lila. Well, I studied my career in PR, public relations. Did a little bit、uh, corporate communication and lifestyle consumer marketing, and、uh, where we became friends.、Uh, before I spent a couple of years later learning content creation at media companies, including Vice and Vogue, and then I relocated to Shanghai four years ago now、uh, for a brand new opportunity to work with a property company as a creative marketing practitioner. With a focus on community building, art collaboration, and content curation, 
Last year, I began to explore a solo career and a healthier lifestyle by taking time off to travel, learning new things. Well, honestly, I didn't know where I was going, but one thing that I knew was that I had to get on the road. Like the way you get on the road. All right, let's roll back to Melbourne. Well, everything <laughs> about your journey in 2020 started, right? For yeah. me, yeah. For me, all I know about Australia is Kangaroo and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I mean, is there a reason for you to travel to Melbourne at the beginning of this year? Well, to be very frank with you,、uh, Melbourne has been on my travel list actually for quite a long time, and I'm glad I finally made it this time. Only because I think number one reason is I really needed a break to chill and completely relax after a four months long, very intensive project last winter.、Mm. And I guess Aussie lifestyle somehow has that you know seaside living is pretty healthy, you know food. It's delicious and it's quite laid-back impression on me.、Mm. And secondly, I think I, I I do always prefer warmer weather, and and also it's good to get away from you know this is quite humid here in winter in Shanghai. So it's、mm. offset. It's summertime over there. So how nice. And the third one I would say is also I guess is the biggest reason I made this at this timing is also it's such an ideal destination to enjoy good coffee. You know, I've been、uh, increasingly fascinated about specialty coffee culture recent years, and Melbourne is so famous of its strong coffee culture. And last year, I was very lucky enough to have、uh, connected with Standard, my favorite coffee culture magazine. It's beautifully crafted with well curated stories and artworks, and independently published. While I was planning on this trip, I got my first story pitch approved at Standard to write a story for Shanghai. So Melbourne seems to be a perfect choice for this perfect timing. You know, sunshine, you know, summer, and、um, I would say the real impression、uh, once I got landed, I fell in love with the city. It's so beautiful, very rich in colors, different cultures, communities, and especially the human interactions. It's great vibes around you every day, and of course,、uh, good coffee.、Mm. Wow, sounds like a heaven place. March, I started noticing from your Instagram that you did quite a lot of sketches in Melbourne. Then I took a closer look. It seems like everything can be included in your sketch. It can be a building, portraits, puppies, everything. I didn't even know you're so talented in drawing before. Is it an old habit? Yeah, actually, it was. I started drawing and especially enjoying sketching since I was little, and I never stopped it actually. But Just have to keep it as a hobby all the times. And recently, it's just you know life is so overwhelming with things happens and works. So it's really very limited time to work on it. I see. I was quite impressed about how you captured the corn spirit of a scene in your sketch. It's related to people personally. Well, I was in love with the postcard you sent it to me from Melbourne in March. You actually sketched <laughs> it by yourself. It was about Boston Public Library and ducklings, right? Yeah,、um, it is. Yeah, everyone in Boston knows the special ducklings. We have duck tours. We have made ways for duckling statues in the Boston <laughs> Public Garden. And the story you included on the back of the postcard was about the pink sky we saw after we were out of the Museum of Fine Arts. 
Well, it immediately brought me back to the cold and windy day we were hanging out. And I feel so warm and touched all that moment. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's it's very adorable. I still remember that day. You know, it's it's we we talk about you know it's rarely to see that type of color on the real sky, but yeah. we we were fortunate to enjoying that great time there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not a very typical postcard person. You know, I've never done that before. But really, until this time, I say not just you know people say it's isn't just a nostalgic thing or a romantic thing, but actually, I feel it's. Also, could be a very honest and unexpected gift to oneself. Wow, totally. So let's talk about this unique Lila postcard. I know you sketch it more than twenty postcards and send them to different friends across the world. Wow, let me see. <laughs> What a project! <laughs> Tell us what makes you want to do such things. It is、uh, very me. It's their random idea. Just came out,、uh, I, I guess, in the first few weeks.、Uh, well, drifting Marvin, I've instantly, you know, inspired by every day the art scene, creative designs, and how people are making conversations. So that made me so want to share this in a special format that I haven't done before. So I guess、mm-hmm. I want to be more. Artistic storytelling at the very beginning.、So、I thought about postcards and letters in the old times. So I, I did send a letter and a postcard earlier in February to two of my coffee buddies in Japan.、Mm-hmm. However, the the postcard didn't get through after more than a month due to the pandemic that happened later. I was wandering、uh, in the city downtown, and then I spotted this、uh, postcard sketchbook made in Italy. So I instantly had the idea. Why don't I just draw the postcard myself and send it again? You know, maybe just give it a second try. And so I decided if this second try could go through, then I might just take it from there and continue it as a craft project to draw and send more postcards to friends overseas because it's, it's such a difficult time for all of us, right? Right. Right. So luckily, yeah, it did go through. You know, the second. Second time, and also it was with the first postcard together. I still、mm. remember that moment when my friends in Japan he sent me the text saying the two postcard arrived on the same day. It was totally, uh, you know, we were both very, ha- very happy. So you see, that's where this craft project, drawing the handcrafted postcard, officially started. It's actually with the delay.、So、every day I try to schedule a time to, to, you know, to draw one sketch and also write about it, the backstories, and it also helped bring back a lot. Of beautiful memories, the concept about art therapy or say art healing. I feel that this time is all the positive effects. It's helped me keep active, positive, and very self motivated every day. And、mm. and also to be more focused every day, you know, to rebuild this this sort of more creative daily routine. And you know, by keeping doing that, I I feel like my quarantine life is so you know very useful and also enjoyable. Mm. Mm, I see. I started、uh, in March. So I spend the whole months、uh, keep drawing and sending postcards away. So from there, that also generated the the idea to start the second phase to work on my postcard journal, which is a real book. 
Mm, wow, sounds like you use Lila postcards not only to review an action with your friends across the world, but also to help yourself recover from this turbulent period of time. Well, I like the cover of your book. It's very simple and classic. And all those photos you included, they are beautiful. What does this whole idea to make a book come from? Well, you know, after I send over all this postcard, I felt like I should keep a copy also to myself, right? It's it's such a rare opportunity for one to be so productive and cr- creative in such a short time. So I had this idea, maybe I can just、uh, grab all these soft copies. You know, I take a photo of each postcard I sent away and just put them together, and also with the the simple writings that that I posted on the Instagram as the caption. So it could be like、uh, just one. Booklet with all the images together. I wanted to do it in a more solid way to really curate all the contents as a magazine. So as a result, I selected、uh, total is like twenty postcards as the key stories I wanted to highlight. And then I dig into my photo archives of thousands of photos, basically from all the trips and travels I've done in the past ten years and even more, to help visualize the whole book and also each stories. So once I put all this、um, contents together and edited in a more curated format, I was also finally able to write the foreword to the book to explain. Why I did this, and and、mm-hmm. also some afterwards about my reflection.、Uh, so it has been such a deep, meaningful practice, and I was able to mingle, you know, my passion with writing, drawing, design, and photography all together in in one tangible thing. So it's really exhausting, but also very exciting. And I was, you know, very into this whole process. The most impressive thing that I picked up from your postcards and your book、mm-hmm. was that you started recording things as an artist, at least from a very artistic way. You visualized your storytelling. Yeah. Yes. I I was always a very visual person, visual animal, and I guess it's also part of my nature, and also because of the early trainings, and then later at my profession, which also is all about the attention to details.、Mm. So it just came naturally. Yeah.、Mm. Did this project? The whole collection of sketches eventually triggered idea to go back to school to really learn something about design. Yeah, that's true. Part of it, I think so. I'm finally going back to school after all these years, and now I'm graduate student at RMIT, and my major is design future, and it's about design thinking and human centered design. Great. So tell us more about this new journey. Why RMIT and why design thinking? <laughs> actually, I thought about going back to school and did some preparations a couple of years ago. I guess it's always about timing. I eventually keep working down the road instead. Of Of going away, I guess deep down the reason was also because I wasn't so sure about the path to learn. You know, which major really can lead me to somewhere I believe in. 
after taking this quality time in Melbourne, I finally got to see this current self so much better. And and also while I was doing all this creative exercise every day, I also started to think about the future, try to design my exit from the lockdown life. Uh, although I don't know when would that happen, mm-hmm. but I believe you know every one of us we we should do something about it proactively as a response to this uh, pandemic, not just hide away from it, wait for an answer. I, I won't, you know, it doesn't come, right? So so during my time staying in the city, I was also impressed by RMIT. You know, the, the campus is beautiful. The architect is uh, very futuristic. And I also realized many of the the graduates in art and design, a lot of like art exhibitions and events has been to, they're all from RMIT. So, so when I came to the point, I think about the future, I revisited the study plan. I also Googled RMIT, see if there's any you know better options around art and culture and you know things I always love but something different so mm-hmm. there I found this master of design futures so it's about this human centered design and I did have the opportunity to work with one of the leading consultancy who use design thinking as approach to solve business innovations problems. It's, it's not entirely new for me. When I saw this program introduction, that really reminded me about, you know, this is something I'm really interested in and also something, you know, I still can learn so much more and it could be a path to also uh, to level up. Design thinking actually involves a lot of aspects of design practice in business and also in the design societies and including research, leadership and so on. So after putting some serious thoughts on it, I'm, I was also able to talk to people in the design community in Melbourne and also uh, some senior students at school. So I believed that learning design thinking just makes so much more sense to me at this time. Right. Okay. I see. I always believe that everything goes for a reason. What we have experienced in the past can shape who we are today. Your interest in drawing, mm-hmm. sketching, art and design, and various media-related communications all connect you with this new master's program at RMIT. No question. You definitely find your new possible in 2020. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And now you have already done half of your, your yeah, first semester. So fast. How, how, how do you feel like it? Well, I think it's, it's, it's very, um, it's so much more than I than I expected. In general, I, I, I realized also through the course, this uh, whole idea around design thinking is still quite emerging concept in terms of uh, business practice globally, not only in China or in Australia. But concept-wise, I guess, you know, with our professions in marketing and communications is always in the center of our works, right? And like, you always have to think about how to follow the principles uh, around human-centered design to design our our communication, our message, um, and especially when I work at this property on the community building, it's, it's always around human to tell a story. So joining this program now allows me to review all this working and personal experiences only through a refreshing lens, much more synthetic and critical of this design thinking concept. I remember there's uh, one of my favorite quotes by Steve Jobs, creativity is just connecting things, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
learning this design thinking now is so fascinating. As it is really about reconnecting myself with what I have done and have learned, experienced before, and also at the same time connect me to、uh, some other new areas creatively. I see. Okay, Lila, I'm quite inspired by your story and how you got to find yourself a new life opportunity in this dramatic year. I think the way you handle your interests, your hobby, and your future career path. Is beautiful. Let us move to the question, the last question <laughs> that I want us to share ideas today. Why do you want to create this podcast?、Mm-hmm. Right on the points now. Okay, <laughs> so I feel like it's very true. I guess all of us realize our ways of communication actually changed a lot during the pandemic. And so the other day, I remember one of my friends, you know, commenting on my voice messages as a lyrical podcast.、Mm-hmm. It just sounds like softer, you know, say gentler than the real me talking to her face.、But、I thought maybe we could use this gentle voice as a way to tell new stories, right?、Mm-hmm. So then I was inspired by at the very beginning of the trip, there is the February issue of Monaco actually had this、uh, title saying "Live a Gentle Life." So、mm-hmm. that resonates with my inner voice so much. As mentioned earlier, even before all these crazy things happens, I was on my way to figure out how to rebalance life and work stuff. So "Live a Gentle Life," I guess, makes very much sense to where I am. And、mm-hmm. then through the experience during the pandemic. You know, also make me realize the importance of let go, let go things, tensions, you know, frustrations, all these moody things in our lives every day, and even connections and relations. Because、mm. we have to be gentle to ourselves and also others around us. So everyone need their own space and their own exit. I would say, you know,、mm. from a relationship or from a connection as well.、Mm. So all these things come together. You know, is communication related, content related. And、it could be perfectly as a podcast to say it's the gentle project, and I hope it could also be our creative way to continue experimenting this life journey together. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what about you? Well, personally, I like to talk to people, exchange ideas.、Mm-hmm. I like to collect energy through this kind of human interactions, and I'm also a podcast lover myself. I like to listen to、mm-hmm. different podcasts while driving, walking, and shopping. Podcast is a new frontier, which I think soon will create a new trend everywhere.、Absolutely. Technically, yeah, technically, I see a huge learning curve for me. I got to do a lot of technology research, which is truly a good learning process, pushing me to find ways to solve different problems. And this part really keeps me going. Emotionally, like I said, the past few months of 2020 were so dramatic. I was so distracted by what happened outside. Those、mm-hmm. never stop changing numbers on different social media, and they got me sick and sometimes deeply hurt. Right. Af- yeah. After being locked inside for over two months, I barely got to see my neighbor. And one day,、mm-hmm. we came into each other downstairs at the garage. Oh, she is a nice, gentle, warm, and energetic. 
old lady, and she used to take mm-hmm. care of my indoor plants when I was back to China. Oh, and, that's very kind. Yeah, and when we saw each other, we really wanted to approach each other and gave each other a hug. But then we both paused. There was a moment I felt that we were frozen up there.、Mm. Oh, we suddenly realized that we were not allowed to hug each other anymore. You know?、Mm. Yeah, was, I hear you. That was so sad. And later, I thought about how we should reshape human interaction if this isolation would keep longer. So I really want to find a way to create some content that not only can serve as a document of self-expression, but also serve as a gentle reminder of the resilience of hope that we can pass to each other in this post-pandemic world. Mm-hmm. Finally, I want to, you know, turn all these ideas into good stories. So I guess、mm-hmm. here, here、yeah. is the gentle project, right? Yeah, we just come to the right point.、Uh, it's all different stories, but I guess it's the same direction. You know, leads us together to to do the things. Also fits our, you know, expertise, but also how we value the new normals, and also how we are so eager to explore new possibles. Right? Right. Definitely. We really want to use this way to. Share stories on how people explore new possible under very dramatic period of time, and how、mm-hmm. they never give up hope, even though the situation is getting worse. We really want to want to share and pass that gentle power to you, and make you feel reconnected and repowered. I think that's the reason why we want to call this a whole podcast series the Gentle Product, and we really want to pass this gentle power to you. Yeah, definitely. At this digital age, we were able to also share, you know, with、mm. the community. Around the world, so exciting! <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about you know the way that we are going to do it together. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, Lala. Thank you so much for sharing with us your story today, and then like sure, my know, pleasure. This, this very very special edition of our highly episode. I hope you will join us on this very special journey. Okay. Yeah, looking thank forward、you. to also some、right. feedback and new stories. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lila. You're around. Thank you for listening. If you feel like it, please subscribe to us on iTunes or whenever you got your podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Gentle Project. We are also creating our website and other social media channels, and hope to share more updates with you very soon. I'm Lou in Boston. See you next time.